All right. What's up, everyone? Welcome to kind of a, an a interesting episode of the Dynamic Podcast. You'll probably have already noticed there was no crazy intro or outro. I kind of wanted this to do a, a little bit of a raw episode. Uh, it's just me today uh, recording this a little bit late at night. Uh, I probably go to sleep for, uh, for work in the morning. And uh, before we, I head off to Colossicon uh, North this weekend. So if you live in Wisconsin or you know what ColossalCon is, then I'll be, uh, you might know what ColossalCon North is. Um, yeah, I'm recording this pretty late night. I um, just wanted to kind of kind of do a quick uh, update on kind of the show and stuff. Uh, and then just share some quick thoughts on some uh, quick topics and stuff that's been going on in the uh uh, nerd news, so to speak, in the uh, past couple months. Be a pretty short episode, but like I said, we're going to start off just kind of a uh, recap of the show a little bit. Um, so we, we haven't been able to interview with a lot of guests in the last couple months, and that's just because uh, I've been going through some crazy uh, mental health stuff. I've needed to uh, focus on some other stuff going on right now. And, uh, you know, I, I think I've talked in the past about the that's mental health is pretty important, especially in the uh, world we live in um, and stuff like that. So just been taking care of myself on some stuff. And uh, I think also just, I've had a, a rash of not fun medical stuff. Got to love when you go to both dentists and doctors uh, like five, six different times for uh, essentially the same couple issues. And after a bunch of x-rays and MRIs, they really can't, figure out what's exactly wrong, but you're still in like constant pain every day. Uh, so that's super fun. So I do apologize that we haven't had as many guests uh, in the last uh, couple months that, you know, we've been accustomed to. Uh, but if you've been keeping up with past episodes uh, or if this is your first episode, welcome, go back and check out the show from the beginning. Got some great guests. Um, but we did, I did say by the end of uh, 2022, so by the end of December 22, we'd be going uh, essentially live with like a, a bigger announcement on some uh, future stuff that's planned for the show and kind of the the Phantom Effect brand in general. Um, I, I'm not going to obviously say that right now. I'm, I said by the end of the year. So, you know, keeping with that promise before the end of the year, uh, perhaps the last episode of the year, we'll do a big uh, live on our Facebook. So make sure you're following us on our Facebook and our YouTube and our Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Instagram is the only one that's different. Instagram is the underscore phantom effect. Everything else is just the at phantom effect or the phantom effect. Um, so we'll probably go live with like a big announcement and uh, record that into a episode as well. But we definitely plan on getting back to some really good guests. We have some ideas in the works and some cool stuff. Um, we will still be going ghost hunting in the next couple months. We're just kind of waiting on some finalizing details for that. Um, so again, I think things will, will will pick back up for us here at the show once I can get just past this super uh, fun rut of just gotta love it, but you gotta push through it. It's important to. Uh, we'll, we'll hope that Mini Bushido doesn't wake up. He's a little sick right now. Um, like I said, this is going to be kind of just a more, a little bit of an off the cuff, kind of give, bring you guys a little bit behind the scenes before we, uh, wrap up with just kind of some, uh, random discussions on some stuff. So besides doing, um, some more guest stuff, 
we have some plans and ideas in the works to do more uh, filming stuff, like more uh, exclusive like YouTube videos and like videos that we could play on like uh, Twitch and build up a Twitch. I do plan on streaming again um, at twitch.tv slash Bushido Geek, but I also we also plan on doing more of a uh, Twitch slash kind of YouTube thing for the fan effect in general. So we're working on some ideas to kind of expand some of the YouTube stuff and some of the ideas that we have to kind of shine uh, repeated lights on the independent scene. Uh, of course, show more Kickstarters and things that we've done in the past to kind of just shine a light on a lot of the independent artists uh, that we've been able to meet and talk to and uh, become friends with and various different things like that. If you do some ever watch this on a video later, you're going to notice there's a weird puppet thing behind me in the chair. If you want to know the mystery behind that puppet and what it looks like, make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube. Um, but it's, I'm recording this at like close to midnight. So um, you probably, anyone listening to this might be like, wow, that guy's really tired and should go to bed. And you're probably right. Um, but no, we got, we got some cool stuff in the works, but I, I did just want to kind of just bring you guys behind the scenes a little bit. Um, we, with the announcement that we plan on making by the end of the year, I know I keep teasing it super vaguely. Um, but we have some really cool stuff that we're going to be doing and I'm really excited about it and keep growing the brand and kind of just keep building on the ideas that we've come up with. Um, since I started the show two years ago and, you know, I've gone through, uh, different things and so many guests and uh different co-hosts and things like that um very happy with the like path that it's taken in terms of of like the ideas that it's given me to be able to figure out where we want uh kind of the avenue of things to go and of course we're, we're always going to stick to to nerdier things you know we i love when we do get to talk some crazy cool uh, nerdy topics, whether it's with a guest or we just bring on some uh, other podcasters or friends and kind of deep dive into topics. Uh, yes, there will still be an upcoming episode review of the Rings of Power Amazon show, both from a show review point, how the show did ratings wise, how much money to like. We're really going to dive into the the making of the Lord of the Rings show and dissect it. Um, we're just waiting on a good time because we want to make we want to do like a bigger show about it because is crazy as it sounds with Lord of the Rings, as I have mentioned in various different times on different episodes, uh, being my favorite franchise of all time. The fact that we've never done a episode really dissecting just pure Lord of the Rings uh, lore and, you know, books and, and uh, various different things about it. It's pretty crazy. So when we're doing a Rings of Power one, uh, the idea is to make it like a pretty big show and get a couple different guests and various different things. Um, and uh, again, ap apologies if I don't sound as loud as I normally would. Again, it's pretty late when I'm recording this, so I'm trying not to be super loud. And uh, I am dealing with a pretty uh, bad case of uh, jaw pain. That's they don't know what's wrong. So, uh, but I, of course, I I don't want us to miss uh, any more episodes. Uh, I feel bad when we have to to miss a week or something. Uh, but that's just a quick recap of where kind of the show is. And we definitely have some really cool plans in the works. So thank you to everyone who has uh, watched, listened to any episode, watched any video. Um, if you have any ideas ever, anyone that's ever listening, 
that you you have a cool fandom or a cool guest that you would want us to try and bring on. Uh, either message us on any of our social media platforms or email us at the fan effect podcast at gmail.com. And uh, really quick before we wrap up, I just wanted to kind of do some self rapid fire uh, thoughts on a couple topics and some stuff that's been going on. So we mentioned it in a previous episode, but the band had a three voice actor who called for a boycott of the game. And there was a bunch of back and forth that you didn't hear in the studio. And then it's uh, come out that she admitted that she wasn't telling the truth uh, about her contract, that she was offered a, a higher amount than what she had said. Uh, and then I believe I saw she had tweeted out something. Uh, I can't remember exactly what kind of not uh, acceptable uh, tweet it was or that she either like shared or posted herself. But um, I don't want to say anything incorrect on what it was just because it was a, a pretty sensitive topic that she uh, was talking about. But I will say if there was ever a way to destroy your career in a very short period of time, uh, it would be to publicly call out a major studio saying that they're not paying their voice actors enough, which voice actors are severely underpaid for the vast majority. Um, I'm sure like some of the bigger ones probably make a respectable income, but the vast majority of voice actors are severely underpaid. And so to publicly call out a studio for it, where you kind of have like a natural backing, you know, people are going to take your side on this kind of topic. Um, but to then admit that you lied about it and they did in fact offer you like a pretty fair rate, um, is just kind of crazy. Like that, that's a quick way to say bye-bye job, uh, which is a great subreddit. Um, so that, that's just crazy. Um, uh, quick, I, I did, I did watch black Adam. Uh, I thought black Adam was pretty good. I know there's been some, some tape backs on it, uh, with, uh, the rock and everything, but I think the, that was pretty good. And I think the end, uh, spoiler alert, uh, with, uh, Henry Cavall being reintroduced in the, the DC universe as Superman, but in, in more of like a, he's been set up as earth protector already kind of way versus, uh, I, the movie so far, it's never done a good job of like showcasing him as like a protector of the planet. It's always been like a, oh, we love Superman, but like really why? Like we, the, he's never been shown to do anything. Uh, in the movies, uh, obviously we all know what Superman's done in comics and TV shows and, and the lore of Superman and everything. Um, so I thought Black Adam was pretty good. Obviously there was kind of some hokey parts and definitely ran long in, in some other phases, but um, Black Adam was also an interesting choice to do a full movie on because, uh, you know, he's never been showcased in that series in that like broad of a spectrum before, you know, even on like the old Justice League shows, he's, you know, a couple episodes here and there when they're focusing on the, the kingdom, uh, but really nothing that crazy. So I think it was cool to kind of see some of the backstory and the tie-ins with, uh shazam uh i think it would have been probably i think would have been cool to introduce shazam and and the cameo as well maybe with superman um as kind of like a nod that they both get their powers from uh the same place uh but maybe i don't know maybe the plan is for um 
Black Adam 2 or Shazam 3 to have some sort of uh, crossover with the two characters, which would be interesting. But I think they definitely should at least do a second Black Adam movie. Uh, because the the history of him is interesting in itself, but I feel it gets more interesting when you fast forward to the point where he's kind of have the, he kind of has like this almost like stranglehold on the Qatar where it's like, it's a safe haven for like people with powers and uh, you know, mutants uh, and everything. And even the justice league pretty much acknowledges that like, we don't go in there and interfere with his affairs. He handles anything in that country and he doesn't leave that country and interfere in our affairs unless, you know, so we don't provoke him. He's not going to provoke us. And so it's, it's crazy that a guy who, you know, compared to everyone else, you know, wouldn't be able to stand a chance, but one-on-one obviously does. So I, I think if they do a second movie, I would like to see like that kind of atmosphere willed in where he doesn't feel the need to leave the borders because he is content where he is, but they also are afraid to enter his borders um, like without knowledge, you know, without like if they do, like they don't want him to know about it just because of like how powerful and like, mm, like I guess malicious he is when it comes to like protecting his own borders. Uh, so I'd be interested in kind of seeing how something like that might play out. Um, and I, so ironically enough, um, I'm, I'm still so behind on like, every single Marvel and, and uh, Star Wars show, but I am caught up on uh, Andor. I, I, I didn't really know how much about Andor. I think when we when we talked about the previous D23 show uh, or conference before Andor had started releasing, and when I think I even just in a minute, I glossed it over. It was, you know, kind of the prequel to uh, Rogue One and, you know, getting the plans of the Death Star and kind of the rebellion. Because again, I felt like, just the shows about the rebellion are too played out, you know, that we keep hearing about the other side, you know, the dark side. And yeah, you know, I'm obviously a, a dark side fan. I'd love to see Nazi little Republic Revan stuff, uh, stuff with the star forge or the, the Mandalorian wars, uh, or things like that. Maybe some more deep dives into the clone wars. Um, but from like the darker side, you know, stuff after order 66, um, kind of, which I guess bad batch is, is doing a little bit of, they're still taking it from the rebellion side. You know, I, I, I'd like to see more shows showing the separatist side of things. Um, you know, them trying, I, I mean, again, maybe it's just too dark for, for TV. Even if you try to, to PG 13, it, there wouldn't be like a good way to really do the vast majority of it. And I guess if you can't, tell a story like that in its totality then you probably shouldn't tell the story versus like maybe butchering what uh what could be done but uh i am i will admit i'm sort of mistaken Andor is amazing it's one of the only shows in a long time where i consistently normally i'm, I'm a binge guy you know i prefer to wait for um the majority of the show to come out or all the show to come out so that i can just binge watch it in in a couple days and I and or I am like I don't know I am have genuinely have not wanted to wait and I'm watching each episode as it comes out because of just how good the acting, the storyline, the the subtleties that they're that they're doing with like the subterfuge of like showcasing the Rebel Alliance, but showcasing in this light of like they're doing really dark, messed up things. Like they're letting hundreds and thousands of innocent people die on purpose because they know they have no choice and it's the only way to 
gain a leg up on the empire, you know, like purposely not telling a rebel commander about an ambush at a power plant, because if you tell him and all his men survive, you know, it's like, it was like 50 or 60 people or something. So if you tell him and all his men survives, the empire gets too suspicious um, because they had like only just learned about it. So to purposely let them all die, just because you need the empire thinking that they're doing a good job snuffing out the rebels is it's um if anyone out there has ever seen the movie the numbers the oh, the um the imitation game with um benedict cumberbatch about the uh, uh alan turing and the um the, the machine that he used to crack the enigma code the enigma code that's what i'm thinking of and the machine he used to crack uh the the german uh, machine in world war ii uh kind of like that type of, you know, letting these ships sink in the specific, because if the Germans go like, how did you suddenly know to divert to protect this specific convoy? Then all of a sudden, if someone realizes you've cracked the Enigma code, they change all the codes and the way the entire machine works and you lose, you know, and you completely, now you have to start over again or they just switch to a new machine. So I, I think it's like, it's interesting that kind of like seeing that play out and the, the star Wars uh, universe has been pretty interesting. Um, and I think I'm going to close out. Uh, Cause whew, man, my jaw is killing me uh, with the, uh, I took my son Cameron. I, well, I took him to see black Adam, which he did enjoy. Um, but I took him to go see the new One Piece movie, One Piece Red, um, which I plan on doing a more full depth analysis and review of when I can uh, with some One Piece fans. But uh, it was just me and him in the theater. Uh, I, I took him this the week after the movie came out. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Two days after the movie came out. But I took him like early in the day on Saturday. But we were still the only people in a big theater. Um, and I know the vast majority of theaters typically do not show anime movies. So I'm just lucky that I live in a uh town in wisconsin that when anime when popular anime movies are being shown um most of the theaters in in town will show them um so i took him to see one piece bread uh we haven't watched one piece together in a little while i gotta get him back on it but he still loves like the characters and knows who they are and plays with the toys and all that kind of stuff um so it was nice to be alone because he could like you know, I, I, he know he's been to enough movies. He knows he can't talk or, or shout or anything, but he was allowed to kind of ask questions about things in the movie because there wasn't anyone he was bothering and he knows not to do it if there's any people around. So it was kind of nice to share that kind of experience with him. Um, but I got to say, I'm compared to the last movie, which hit theaters, which I believe was um, not not Rampage, but. Uh, the one with like bullet, um, the guy who was like, uh, gold Rogers, one of his rivals. Um, I'm blanking on the name on the top of my head. It's, like I guess that it's like midnight when I'm recording this. Um, but that was the last movie to hit theaters. The one before that was the one piece gold movie. And both of those movies are phenomenal. I gotta say one piece red in comparison to that was a little bit of a letdown. I thought the music was amazing. Uh, I thought the story was great. Um, but the ending, the, the, the weird other dimension thing. Um, I don't know. I felt like that was a stretch for a devil fruit. Um, to kind of like have this evil demon that has to be attacked at the same time in two worlds. You know, I, I like seeing the Shanks kind of Luffy thing. And 
even the movie still because again i am not caught up on the manga and i'm like 300 episodes behind on the show i stopped watching like at the beginning of the whole cake arc and i know that they're almost done with the wano arc yes i plan on catching up uh i'm currently watching season two of megalobox which i know came out a couple years ago but i'm a huge sports anime guy and hadn't been able to watch a lot recently so i watched skate the infinity and now i'm watching season two of megalobox um which is it's different but it's great um so i plan on catching up on one piece but from what i just know from the first you know 800 episodes unless something's changed luffy and shanks have not really seen each other uh like face to face while they're both awake shanks sees him when they're in marine ford but luffy's already unconscious by that point and even in the movie, when they're both attacking the thing and they realize it's the other attack, like Luffy recognizes like kind of the aura of Shanks and Shank realizes that it's got to be Luffy. Uh, by the time that Luffy wakes up from coming out of the uh, dream world, Shanks is already sailing away uh, on his ship and he can kind of just see the outline. So I, I love the continuity that Oda and everyone kept with that that thing when it came to the movie of just that subtle they're not going to meet until the show's almost over. And we do, still don't know if it's going to be to like fight to like, see who's stronger. Uh, or if it's going to be like a Luffy returning the hat as like a, I've passed your test. I'm now considered a great pirate kind of thing. So I don't, I'm curious. Um, but the movie itself, like, again, I thought the, this, the songs, you know, cause she's like a rock star. I thought was the songs that were in the movie were really good. I thought the storyline was good. I thought the, the crew fighting scenes were really good. Seeing each of the crew, um, do some pretty cool stuff and seeing some of the other, uh, uh, worst generation characters, my personal favorite, uh, use his kid. Um, it's him and crocodile are like my two kind of off the main crew besides ace ace is my all-time favorite character as i mentioned but again one piece red is a good movie i just thought the weird supernatural devil food dream part was a little bit weird and i understand there's like there's so many there's like a devil fruit for everything people have all sorts of crazy powers and it's a one piece world so really you can't really poke holes in in too many things but it just seemed in it just seemed almost like a stretch out of nowhere um but I don't know. Like I said, we're going to do a more in, uh, in-depth analysis at a later point. I just kind of wanted to share some quick updates. Um, that's going to do it for this little impromptu uh, fan effects session. Like I said, no intro, no outro. I wanted to give you guys just kind of a, uh, a raw behind-the-scenes file, so to speak, kind of catch you up on some of the plans we have for the show for the future. Like I mentioned earlier, we have a lot of cool stuff in the works the next couple months and definitely 2023 for the show is whew. if these plans can come to fruition, it's going to be an exciting year uh, for us. We definitely plan on getting more into conventions, uh, moderating panels, having panels, um, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm very excited about. So if you know someone that uh, runs a convention or has a convention, uh, please have them contact us because we are definitely trying to keep shining a light on the independent, not only the independent scene, but really sharing the story behind people, why people, why people do what they do to help, you know, hopefully inspire others to 
uh, follow either their dreams or to find something new to be passionate about, because that's the mission that we try to push here at the Phantom Effect that I'm trying to push at the Phantom Effect is it just because you're not following it just, you know, even if it's not you following your dream, you never know what a new door is going to lead you to what new passion, what new Avenue, what new experience or memory, uh, different things are going to lead you to. And if we can provide any sort of knowledge or safe haven for people to just figure out different cool things in life to do, obviously, um, depending on what you're looking at, um, but you know what I'm talking about. That's majority of things. Like, obviously like we want to help, people pursue different things and dreams and stuff so if you've made it this far in this weird impromptu session uh that i just kind of had a weird feeling that i wanted to do this week uh thank you i appreciate it It, whatever you're listening to pandora spotify apple uh itunes you know whatever or i guess that's the same thing uh make sure you subscribe download the episodes tell your friends about it um like i said follow us on the previous socials mentioned uh, at Phantom Effect, email us with any sort of fandom you want us to do a deep dive in at the Phantom Effect Podcast gmail.com. Uh, we do have a Patreon Phantom Effect. We still have the merch store Phantom Effect. We'll be upgrading all of those things uh, coming up. Don't worry. Lots of things planned once I get through this uh, medical uh, slump that I'm in right now. But don't worry, guys. We have a lot of cool stuff. Dreams not going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, we appreciate everybody who has ever listened to a single episode. And, uh, we reached, I think all over the world at this point, you know, even if the show stopped at a thousand downloads or whatever, you know, um, or whatever it might be at the fact that at some point, all, you know, we've hit every, you know, continent in the world and numerous different countries and cities, um, will always be crazy. And, you know, I'm never gonna take the small little victories, uh, for granted. So, Again, thank you, everyone. We will be back next week, uh, probably with a review of Colossal Con North and talking about the Colossal Con conventions and what it's like to go to a convention that has a water park uh, inside of it. Uh, It is also my birthday, the day this episode comes out. So happy birthday to me when this episode airs on Friday, which is my birthday, November 18th. So we'll see you guys very soon. Always remember, find a new door to explore, find a new fandom to be a uh, to be passionate about, and give that weird TV show a try that your friend's been bugging you about. And we will see you guys next week. <laughs>